you're in the bullpen. You might want to watch where you're stepping. Here's American Shorthorn Association CEO, Monty Souls. Well, welcome to the Shorthorn Bullpen. We're here in Des Moines, Iowa today at the National Junior Shorthorn Show and Youth Conference. And we got a really special group of individuals with us today. We've got all past presidents of the American Junior Shorthorn Association. And we got some generation gap in it here. We got Ron here, Ron Alden with me. What'd you say it was 1988? 80, 81. 80, 81 that he was president of the Junior Shorthorn Association. Toby Jordan. 94, 95. 94, 95. Nancy. 97, 98. 9798. Then we got the young whippersnappers down here. <laughs> we got Jake Nickel. It's 2018 and 19. And and Kane. I was just after Jake in 2019-2020. So I think it's a great opportunity that we're sitting here in Des Moines at this year's Junior National with record numbers of entries, record exhibitors, and we've got this much heritage sitting right here beside us of past presidents that are here as part of this organization and part of this this activity this week so with a little bit of information there's been some changes over the years to this as you would expect over a 40 some year time frame so i'm going to let ron start in with the first junior national you went to you'd have been how old uh 19 70s early 70s so probably 13 14 years thir old 13 14 yeah. years old because you're probably old enough you couldn't even go to the first one because they didn't have it yet. That's that's right, actually. Okay, that, that that's kind of the way I am, too. So as you look at that first Junior National you went to, how many head were there? I, I would say 75 to maybe 100 head. Okay. Uh, and, and even back then, there were no steers, no cow calves, no, wasn't even a shorthorn plus thing. So right. just purebred shorthorn heifers. Okay. And like we got 1,108 head entered here. So we, we've seen a little change. Exactly. And plus we got shorthorn pluses, plus we got bulls, plus we got steers. Toby, what year was your first junior national? My first one was 1976. And so that puts me so young that I don't quite remember it. But they had the, the showmanship competition at our farm and the show was at a county fairgrounds about 40 minutes south of us. And, uh, but I, I was there for that one. Um, but it would have been 84, 85 when I started exhibiting. And by then we were having about 100 to 150 head, but we could still host the event at a smaller venue because of the number of exhibitors. Right. Okay, so you, had a, you, had, you hosted the, the showmanship contest at the farm. Did you guys have to break all the heifers to lead? So, the, so when the youth got there and the exhibitors got there, they got them a raw heifer? Yep. And they yep. had to clip her and, and fix her all up and do all that good stuff. And yeah, their halfway halter broke. We got them, you know, dad, dad and the crew got them washed and broke halfway. And those kids came in and clipped and showed and, and uh, in the orchard there, you know, in the lawn of the house. Uh, it's a neat, neat event to do it that way. It yeah. like, but to have the whole crew out to the farm was big. Yeah, a little different world. So. And I think we got two showmanship winners down here on the end that they didn't have to do that. <laughs> so, uh, Nancy, what was your first Junior National? Um, I think I went to my first one when I was three. My first one to exhibit at, I think, was 83 or 
was at Louisville that year, 83? Yeah, yep. so that was my first one in 1983. So what do you think of as being different since 83 to, to well, today? a lot of things have changed. Just the addition of contests and all the different opportunities that there are today for kids to participate in, I think it's really been, you know, a big change. And also just the number of head. Um, and then also the showmanship contest, you know, that has changed a lot. You know, it used to be the state was only allowed two people to compete. Um, and so it was really an elite event that you looked forward to being able to qualify for and do. But okay. just a lot of changes. Rules change, different ways yeah. of doing things change as things evolve. Well, Jake, you're not that old. I mean, you've only been out of it, what did you say, 18, 19? I remember when you were on yep. the board, of course. And So it's been, what, four years? Time does go by, probably. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask you, what do you see for changes in four years? I Well, honestly, it, uh, what I've noticed getting out of the junior program and starting to sell some on my own, and, uh, and now with uh, Sammy, uh, we're selling more and more of them because it's getting bigger and bigger. It's getting hotter and hotter. Um, it, it seems like the numbers keep growing and the amount of little kids that are showing that probably were not showing, like, I mean, it, it's just a bigger, there's more juniors than I've ever seen before. It seems like when me and Kane were showing, it was a big event, but it seems like there's way younger exhibitors, there's way more new faces. So I, to me, what I've noticed is just the numbers keep growing. The events, you know, the events get tweaked, but they're pretty much the same. It just seems like we're doing a lot of stuff right that we're getting a lot of new, new young kids in, and it just keeps getting bigger. Okay, you made reference to Sam, Sammy. Now mm -hmm. tell us who Sammy is yeah. and Center where she half. fits in. Sam, Sammy was uh, on the junior board with me. I met her at my first junior national in 2012. Um, she's Shorehorn Farms and. Uh, I chased her around, followed her all the way to the junior board. Did you help her do tie-outs? Yep. I, I was real big on doing tie-outs with her. You help them do tie-outs. Anytime they needed help getting the trailer loaded or unloaded, I was there. Uh, but <laughs> she was uh, the vice president the year uh, after I was president. She she was a year younger than me. and uh, But we were on the junior board for two of the three years. And, uh, and now uh, she was lucky enough to let me stick around. And uh, now, <laughs> she was lucky enough. Uh, yep, she was lucky enough to let me ha have you know, me around. She's gonna and she's going to see uh, this on tape. I know. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, and then we just started. Uh, we combined both of our uh, our cattle farms, and uh, now I moved up to South Dakota, and we have Shrog Nickel, and our main focus is the Shorthorn Junior Program. So we're going to be in it for the long haul, I'd say. A relationship, a lifetime relationship, got formed from that. Yep. And, yep. and then we have Kane on the on the end here, Kane Agater. You're three years out from yep. being president. Yep. And what was your first junior national? Uh, if memory serves correct, it was around 2008. I think we were in Kansas City, Missouri. I had a plus effort. Um, and man, I was only seven years old at the time and it's just grown ever since. But like we've talked about, we talk about, you know, number ahead that were at these shows. Jake and I have got to reap the benefits of the groundwork from every previous junior national before that to build up the contest to more and more head to having record entries this year. We're gonna have a huge show in these next couple days. We gotta show broke showmanship heifers. Yeah. <laughs> Our showmanship heifers were all the broke. They were all the Yep, Well, I think Ron's family, you've got two children that were presidents as well of the Junior Showrunner Association? Exactly, yep. My, my son Jake was uh, president, I don't know what year, and my uh, daughter Haley was president yeah. as well. And then Jake went on to work for the so, Shorthorn Association for a few years. So uh, it, it, it's been good to us and our family. And, and Toby's got 
brothers yep. and sisters that were on the board and a brother that was president? Or? Two older brothers. Um, Jeff was the president for a, a, a year and then um, Mark was also on the board for a term and my younger sister was on the board and served as an officer as well. And, and Toby is currently the vice president of the Shorthorn of the ASA of the American Shorthorn Association that sits on the board. And Nancy, if you got any other siblings or you had a niece that was on the board. Yes, my niece was on the board. My sister was national queen, but she okay. never served on the board. Okay. And then Nancy's a past, she's, she's a past board member, but more importantly, she was the first female to be president of the American Shorthorn Association. So uh, they, they've, we're talking generations here now, and, and Jake and you can include your your in-laws because that puts you yeah. generational. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, as Jake was, uh, he hasn't. These guys on the end aren't quite old enough yet to be on on the on the national board on the ASA board, I should say. But uh, I think your your in-laws. Uh, Corey was yeah. on the board. Yeah. Corey. Yeah. Cor yeah. Corey was on the junior board, and he's a past president. Be your father-in-law. Yep. And and I don't know if his father was on the board or not. Yeah, senior board. Doug was. Doug he, he, was, yeah, he would have been on the senior board at some point, so it's, it's generational. And Kane's on the Kane here. He's he's got I know of three generations. He's the third for sure. Yep. And his his grandfather worked for the American Association. Yeah, he was the assistant secretary at the ASA for a while, and his, we his talked dad, about dad was yeah, his dad used to be a junior advisor <laughs> for this one here. Yeah. For, for, she did the short straw there. And, uh, <laughs> and your dad was also on the Junior Shorthorn right. Association. So the point I guess I'm really trying to make here is this is really a generational, this is really a family atmosphere and the value that they have. So let's just start in here with Nancy. We're going to let the ladies go first. Okay. <laughs> just tell me very quickly and very, very uh, shortly, if you can, your experience on the junior board your experience of coming to Junior Nationals, how has that helped you through your career as you're sitting here today doing a number of things and, and being part of, of of a mom that's got children here and, and just your future? So I think being on the Junior Board really helped me develop leadership skills and also just working as a team and then also as well organizing an event as large as Junior Nationals and working with people all over the country. You build those relationships and just you know, learn how to be accountable and get things done. And I think that has helped me in everything I've tried to do throughout my career. Um, you know, I worked in it for a genomics company and now I work for a feed company. And I think it's just helped me develop skills that I can use in any aspect of my life. And as far as my children go, I'm just, I feel I'm very fortunate that they're able to be involved in this breed and to grow up in the same atmosphere that I have. Um, and just, I hope that they take advantage of all the opportunities that the breed is, allows them to participate in and that they just use it throughout their life. And, and Toby, we'll go to you next. So I think your, your children are the sixth generation? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Give us, tell me how that's affected. I mean, you're, you're back on the farm, but I know for a little while you weren't. Right. But, but you're back and you're raising your family on on the homestead basically and uh, so give us give us how that how being part of this organization and coming to these shows it's really interesting uh, from my perspective but I had the opportunity after college to to manage a, a ranch of another breed and and see how that worked and, and those cattle what they were like and then it was available for me to come home and uh, you know ran to it 
Uh, what a great place to raise a family, back where you grew up yourself, but with these cattle. Um, and you know the networking that we have within the breed and the connections that we make with one another has enabled you know my kids to grow and, and build a foundation that they'll they'll use as they get to the next part of life, entering college and getting their first job. But uh, our family's had our feet in here for a long time, at um, 1902, and and we are really proud of the fact that we've been to a bunch of these, and um, it's it's been a huge benefit for every generation. We're going to run down here and talk to Kane for a minute now. You know, he, he's only been out three years, and, and you're, you, you're working with your dad at the home farm yet and also got your another job. So how has your experience coming to Shorthorn Junior Nationals and being on that Shorthorn Junior board helped you? I mean, I, I, you're all leaders. We know that before we start because you got elected by that by your peers. But tell, tell us a little bit how that probably has helped you today. Uh, the biggest thing that sticks out to me, at least in my professional life that I'm embarking on now, is the connections that you make. You know, the endless, endless amounts of people that you meet at these kinds of events and get to know. You just never know whether you might be doing business with them down the road. You might have dinner with them, pass them at the airport. You might find love in some examples, you know. But it really is the connections that you make. And it's helped me tremendously in what we do with AMS and even with Bovatech, my other job, to be able to have those conversations with people. You know, you're able to break the ice because, you know, you raise your horn cattle or you're a part of the same agricultural industry. It just helps you know, level that playing field, so to speak, and just open the door and get your foot in for a lot of the opportunities for sales and things like that. That's it, it, awesome, and I, and, I, and I really would ditto that for everybody, and, and myself included. i got to add something here, though. I, I really don't think everybody would understand unless they know Kane and Jake and Sammy, Jake's wife. They're the three musketeers. <laughs> These three grew up together in this breed and they're as close of friends as ever could be. And I'm not really sure, and I've never asked, I'm not sure Jake just ran faster than Kane. <laughs> <laughs> we both grew up getting beat by Sammy and showmanship, so we've known it all the time. So, yeah. Anyways, Jake, tell, tell us a little bit about how you feel that the, being part of this event and, and, and how, it, how it's affected you, where you're ended up today. And yeah. I mean, you're doing some other things, your wife's doing some other things with 605 sires yep. and so on and just elaborate on how that's helped build that base well yeah this this whole event basically is what i've i've basically shaped my life around um you know because my dad exhibited at the shorthorn junior national back in the the 80s but you know he never it wasn't like they didn't have an operation um they just showed some and they didn't we didn't even have cows i lived in town until i was about 12 years old we finally moved out to the farm, started getting into showing, and uh, we came to that first junior national. I didn't really know anybody, and uh, thankfully, uh, like Kane and Sammy, uh, like Cole Wishman, some of them them kids that were kind of around my age, kind of, you know, just by my mom making me do all the contests and signing me up for everything, I kind of got taken into that group, and uh, I didn't have to be like a, a breeder. I mean, we had like three, every shorthorn cow we had, we showed at this show. You know, we didn't. Ha I didn't come from like a huge operation, so I got really got taken in by. You know, there wasn't a divide or any sort of separation um, from those kids that, uh, you know, that that had uh, like true operations. You know, they they really took me in, and and we became lifelong friends. And 
and that's kind of the reason why I always wanted to stay in it. And uh, and me and Sammy really put a, a big emphasis on, you know, even though she we got this deal with 605 and, and it's going, the, the Shorthorn Junior Heifer Program and Raising Show Heifers is, is absolutely the most important thing for us because we want to be it in the long call because like I said, I, I really had no no business, you know, being coming great friends with with everybody, and and they took me in, and it, it really became a family atmosphere. And you don't find that we show I showed at a lot of other breeds, and I'm not running them down, but it, it really is a family type atmosphere with this breed, um, and, and it's more than anything. I mean, I was really taken in by them guys, and and so that's why you know we're we're going all in and, and want to continue to give back and be a part of it. I'm glad to hear that because we do brag about it being a family-friendly breed, and it's because of you. It's because of all of you sitting here that, uh, you know, it, it's the people that yeah. make it the family-friendly breed. And the family is the base of agriculture. It's the base of America. And, and we put high, high priority on it as individuals in here. It's not just me. It's everybody that's here believes in that, and that's what makes the difference. And, and I do believe what you're saying is absolutely true. Ron? We're, we're just kind of saved the old guy till last well, year, man, and that's I'm okay. Used to, I'm used to okay, that. I'm so, used to that. So you, you've you've had a few of them that might not know your history a little bit, and I probably don't know it totally. But you've grown up through had a great family operation, and then that dispersed, and you've gone on to another profession. So you've had a number of things that to happen in your life. So how did this junior association and the American Junior Shorthorn Show how did that affect all that? I really think that I gained so much real life experiences and talent and skills from just being within the organization, learning how to meet people, learning how to make conversations with people you don't have a clue on who they are, where they're from, what their interests are, but getting to know them as people and making friends and just uh, you know meeting people all over the country, all over the world actually, you know, from my, from my travels and, and that's a good thing. Uh, but you know, just leadership skills, uh, public speaking. I mean, I think when I interviewed for the junior board, um, you know, I, I my voice was shaking, and because that's about the first time I'd ever been up in front of a crowd to speak of, and that was at a uh, you know a, a youth conference. It wasn't the whole junior board, junior national junior show. It was like 30 or 40 people in a room, so it, it got pretty cozy and and all that stuff but I gained confidence and it, it was really good experience you know after the dispersal uh, I went on to be an ag teacher and and those skills and organizational things uh, just just helped build me as a teacher it helped you mold the next generation exactly the same way you had it exactly. which, which is really important and I, I, I mean people always told me you know find somebody you like and model yourself after them and uh, I hope some of my students or some of the people in the shorthorn breed have maybe looked at me and maybe maybe done something like that. Awesome, so. awesome. I'm sure they have. You know, I, I'll, I'll help a little bit with uh, the Alden Farms used to be one of the big dogs in the breed. They, they were one of them that everybody looked up to and they were a little hard to beat. In fact, they were very hard to beat and, uh, you know, Ron and, and his brother and, and your father and your mother yeah. were, were really strong competitors and really strong breeders and great supporters and great foundation for the breed. And as time goes on, families disperse and everybody goes their own way and that's what happens. And so it's it's where we're at today. You know, I'm gonna ask all of you one, 
question real quick here. If you had to do it over, would you do it all over the same way? Oh, absolutely not. I, I, would, I would do it different. You know, thinking back as a kid and what the events I was involved in then, um, I would do more. I didn't do enough. Um, the effect that all the competitions and contests had, and Nancy alluded to, positioned you ready to speak or be in a leadership role, I should have taken a bigger, bigger hook of it. What about you, Nancy? I mean, I agree. I think there's always more that you can do and that, you know, taking advantage of every opportunity, I think, is something that, you know, maybe you want to, as a kid, you want to go play or, you know, you want to, maybe you don't want to go take that test. But just looking back, I think really that's what you need to do. You know, you need to challenge yourself and really take advantage of every opportunity that the association provides you. What about you, Ron? I don't know. I, I mean, yes, I would do more. I don't know. At the time, I don't know if I could have done any more to yep. speak of just because the opportunities were not there. I mean, uh, but yes, I, I just take it and go. Take it and go. Kane. I mean, I'd be hard-pressed to say that I would go back and change it all because I had such a great time doing it while we did it. But you can absolutely always do more to get out there and do those contests. I, you know, I only did the speech contest a couple times, but I'm very thankful that my mother made me do it at the time. And I look back on it now, wish I'd have done it more. What about you, Jake? Probably should just thank my mom for signing me up for everything. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, we we absolutely always do more. Talk to everyone. I mean, that's. There's so many times I wish. Just keep going around to every stall. Talk to make as many friends as you can. I mean. Yeah, I, there's a lot of times I was probably a little in my bubble, and, and a lot of times I wasn't. I wish all the time I wasn't in my bubble and was just bouncing around. There's so many cool people uh, to meet and so many pe cool people we have met. So, yeah, I mean, you can always do more. There's, there's, it's almost impossible to do everything because there's so much going on, but, but do as much as you can. I think that's, that's great advice, and I think it's a big testament to – the success that we see our juniors have today, the mentor program that we have here, where, where, and you guys are part of it, all of you grabbing a young one and bringing them with you. And we, we, we do some things a little different here than maybe some of the others. And, and I think it, it keeps that family atmosphere that you've mentioned. And, uh, you know, we're preparing, we help prepare you two. I don't know about the other three, but I know we <laughs> help prepare you two. The, for the future and, and you've you've responded well and done a great job with it and uh, I, I think that that shows the value that we get for being here the value that sponsors get the value for their dollar is sitting right here in these chairs with the success ratio that we can sit here and see and I could go out there and find people that aren't even a never on the board that's never been president and we could have the same success going right through here so I commend you all. I thank you all for being here. And that'll wrap it up today for the Shorthorn Bullpen here in Des Moines, Iowa.